welcome back. You're listening to episode 101 of CCP, the Caleb and Kathy podcast, also known as... Catchy, creative, poignant. Kathy still came up with a CCP even for our <laughs> top 10 albums. I deliver. Good job. Um, so yeah, it's everybody's favorite time of the year. Yay! Top 10 albums of the year. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Uh, before we get into it, just a little housekeeping stuff. There is a new feature on Anchor, um, and it's also available, I believe, if you listen on Spotify, mm-hmm. that we can add in music, and it'll be either a 30-second clip if you're a Spotify free member, or if you're a Spotify premium, it'll be the whole song. So we're going to mm-hmm. try to add in uh, some of the songs we mentioned, so people this year will have a chance to be like, what is this song? And then they yeah. can hear it and see if they like it. Yeah, that's it's cool. So, so that's it'll be a cool, cool feature for uh, if you haven't heard of this band or this song in particular. Yeah. You get to try it out yourself. Get a little sneak peek. Um, so that being said, I do have a few minor awards I would like to give out. Oh, okay. And I have some stats. Oh, okay. Uh, I'll, I'll go first, I guess. So first we have Best Cover of the Year. <laughs> the nominees are... Oh, there's nominees? There, there's just two nominees for this one. We only have five. <laughs> like, a, like a traditional award. Let me guess. Iris. Iris by Phoebe Bridgers and Maggie Rogers. Let's see. And the other nominee is Leave the Pieces by Soccer Mommy. And the winner is Leave the Pieces by Soccer Mommy. Come accept your award. What? Fantastic. Oh my gosh. You didn't <laughs> pick Iris? I think Leave the Pieces was a better cover. Wow. I, li- I liked Iris as well. Very good. It was a stiff competition between those two. I almost nominated Lucy uh, Dacus's cover of Lips of an Angel uh-huh. by Ender. Yeah, why didn't you? I think, was that this year she came out with that uh, album of just covers? I still need to listen to that. Mm, I'm not it sure It might have been last year. year. Yeah. Mm. Anyways, that's that's my first award. What What's your other... What's your stuff? You want to give us stats? Well, I just want to, I don't want to go back and forth. I just want to say them all. You know? Oh, okay. So do you want me to do my mm-hmm. stuff first? I okay. do. I really do. Okay. And then my one other award is best titular track. We all know oh, it was coming. <laughs> love a titular track. And the nominees. Okay. St. Cloud by Waxahachie. Okay. Gaslighter by The Chicks. Ooh. Starting Over by Chris Stapleton. Ooh. Punisher by Phoebe Bridgers. Okay. And Fetch the Bolt Cutters by Fiona Apple. Okay, I see two obvious winners. And the winner is Gaslighter by oh the my Chicks. God, good. I was worried. Great titular track. Fantastic. Phenomenal. We will get into all of those possibly later. Um, and then the only other thing I have is a little in memoriam for the artist we lost this year. Mm-hmm. So, so I did this at the beginning so we don't bring it down at the end. Yeah, I guess, but jeez. <laughs> okay, uh, just a few mentions of like artists that we have listened to that mm-hmm. passed away this year. Uh, Justin Towns Earl, mm-hmm. uh, Eddie That's Van really Halen, yeah. Bill Withers, mm-hmm. uh, MF Doom, a recent one, just passed away yesterday as of this recording. No, he passed away in October. Right, he passed away in October, but his family just released information. Sorry, I didn't know you're such a big fan. I'm not. I'm just <laughs> since Doomsday, right? Um, and then lastly, John Prine. Who... Oh, it's a real tough one. Sorry to bring the mood down, but I just wanted to give like that's really sweet of you. I should. Okay, maybe we should add that like more officially. 
next year. Okay. What's your uh, stats you got for us before we get into well, the top my, ten? Like, Everybody's how do I waiting. Follow with that. I'm sorry. You should. You wanted me to go first. No, I should have gone first. I definitely should have gone first. Okay. Mine are just some fun stats for my top ten people. Okay. Slash bands. Okay. There are nine out of ten female-centric artists or bands. I would. I think the same may be true of. Like, no, wait. I, I, just, I think it's 8 out of 10 for but me. women dominated this year. I, I think mean, they dominate my list every year, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this year especially. Three of my artists slash bands are new to me. Nice. Like up and coming. I think they would still, well, they probably wouldn't consider themselves up and coming, but I do because I discovered them this year. Nice. Okay. Then this is my genre breakdown. Four alternative, three country, two pop, and one folk. Is that ten? Give me that again. It's ten. Okay. Four alternative. Oh, it's four to start. Okay. Four, three, two, and one. Mm-hmm. Wow, a little pyramid of mm-hmm. <laughs> Kathy's pyramid <laughs> of music. It's Most important accurate. alternative. Second is country, country then pop, pop, then folk. folk. I mean, I like folk. Yeah, I was going to say, I think you, you, in a normal year, folk may be a little more crucial in that pyramid. Well, it's not, Although, I, is the can... food pyramid still a thing on a tangent? No, yeah, they got rid not. of it, right? It's the plate. It's the food plate. It's called the my plate. Thank you, Michelle Obama. <laughs> I don't think she came up with it. Oh, she did it? I feel like that was like her big champion thing was like... Not, I mean, definitely was like nutrition and all that, but... I don't know. Okay. Anyway, sorry to get us off on these me changes. On I know stuff. We, we're going to have a long episode already. So Okay. And the last thing I have is a prediction. I predict that we will have five albums in common. Oh, I'm going to take the over, folks. More than five. Okay. So keep track at home. <laughs> it's a oh, fun little game for you. We will not be having a CCP or Book Nook this week. Because we're probably going to go towards the end. Right. Um, okay, do you want to start on me? Do you want to be last to go or first? I would like to be last. Okay, so I'll go first. That's how that works mm-hmm. when there's two mm-hmm. people. <laughs> <laughs> All right, my number 10. Bright Eyes. Nice. Down in the Weeds, Where the World Once Was. What an album title, first of all. <laughs> um, so some of my favorite songs from this were Mariana Trench, Persona Non Grata, One and Done. Um, and then also for all of my albums, I did a little thing this year where I picked out like a favorite lyric mm, from the album. That's cool. So this is from Mariana Trench. Um, the lion bounds his head down to the ringmaster with the tightrope stretched so high above the crowd. All these faces are contortionist. It must have hurt because they all look as unhappy as a clown. Jeez. Good I mean, that, that is bright eyes right there. It, Connor is just so good with his wordplay. Yeah, he is. And uh, a good lyricist. A great lyricist, and it's been like eleven years since their last album. So mm-hmm. if you've been jonesing, I've never considered myself a huge Bright Eyes fan, but but you love I, Connor. I do admire their work, but that, I feel like that's a later thing. I wasn't a huge fan like back when Bright Eyes was making albums. Yeah, I mean? yeah. Well, they were making albums when we were pretty young. Yeah, not a lot. If I was a little more emo <laughs> or angsty 
in yeah. middle school, oh, I would have been all over Bryce. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But I was just, you know, I, I was too scared to go full emo. Um, I can I can actually really relate to that. <laughs> so. <laughs> Anyways, uh, I'm not sure how we're going to introduce these going forward, but just for now. I'm so gonna... You could just be like, here's the song. Okay, so for those of you not listening on Spotify or Anchor, it might sound a little weird that I'm like introducing a song and then it won't play, but just know Go that's what up. we're doing. Go yeah. look it up. All right, so for my chosen song, I'm going to do Mariana Trench. All right, that was Bright Eyes for me, number 10. What's your number 10? My number 10, and this was a change. I had a different... Ooh, a late edition. Yeah, late edition. I really, with the like... 9, 10, I was like, uh, should it's these ones hard. make it? hard, yeah. The top, like, six or seven, I was like, yeah. boom, 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 these are all yeah. making it. No yeah. problem. Yeah. There were some good albums this year, and there were a few good albums that did not make my cut, so yeah. I'm sorry in advance. Okay. Waxahachie, St. Cloud. This barely made it? Yeah. Oh, I'm glad it made it. Okay. I, I knew you would be disappointed if it didn't make it, but also, like... Okay, so originally when I listened to this album, loved it, like, so she's one of my new discoveries, like, she's not new to the music industry, but she's new to me, um, and I consider, you know, her, like, this folk goddess woman, lady. Interesting. I mean, she didn't used to be yeah. folk, but I and feel like this album early, I would classify as pop. No, yeah, like, folk, a little poppy. Yeah. 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 Um, the reason that I originally didn't have it in my list was... This album came out towards the beginning of this year. Yeah, like February or something. And very right before lockdown or very early lockdown. Yeah, I remember listening to it to it then and liking it, but then I think I got like I just wasn't listening to it as much. Mm, but then we listened to it the out. other, yeah. And then all this other good stuff came out, and then we listened to it the other day, and I'm like, oh wait, I do like this album. So I had to, you know, check myself. Glad you didn't wreck yourself. Uh-uh. Okay. So top three tracks, I would say, are Lilacs, Fire, mm-hmm. and War. Oh. Mm-hmm. What, and what track are you going to... I would like to play Lilacs. Nice. Good choice. All right. So that was... I didn't mention that the album is called St. Cloud. <laughs> I knew, but yeah, I should... I should. And, and the listeners knew early on because I said best titular track. True. So if they were listening. Cloud, see, if, if they were listening. If you're paying attention, <laughs> check your notes. All right. My number nine. We had a late flop here. Ooh, like late flip flop. flop. Love it. I did this last year, I think, between like my one and two. Mm-hmm. And then I think I've gone on to later say I would have put it. Yeah. Anyways. Kind <laughs> of stick to your gut. Yeah. So maybe I'll regret this later, but it's just like nine and eight, you know, it's not a big deal. Okay, just tell us already. Number nine is Heim, Women in Music Part 3. Again, great album title. Yeah. <laughs> when, yeah. Especially when they announced it, yes. it was just Wimp is the yeah. initials, and it's like, oh, let's have a contest of trying to guess what. Yeah, that was Do you fun. remember any good ones? I don't remember. Wieners in my wiener. pants. Yeah, That wieners, was a good one, because yeah. they were in yeah. the, like, sauce, uh, what's it? The butcher shop, a bunch of sausages hanging, and they were in their underpants. They so. did some good promotion for that album, I'll give yeah. them that, and great singles. This is another one that came out a while ago, mm-hmm. uh, I want to say like May or something. Uh, some of my favorite songs from this album are The Steps, Yes. Now I'm In It, mm-hmm. and The Leaning On You. Um, mm. a, a note here, 
I would say that brought it down a little on my list is it had some really good singles, but I think there was a little too much fluff in there it that did. I didn't that I didn't like as much. I would have to agree if you did not make my top ten. Wow, that kind of surprises me. Um, but I do think The Steps is like one of the best songs. Yeah, of the year. they had really good singles. but yeah. some of the filler, I was like, we could have done without this. And then like mm-hmm. some of those songs, not The Steps, but I think um, Now a Minute was a bonus track. I think Hallelujah was too. Hallelujah as well, and Summer Girl, I believe, were the bonus tracks, which were three of the singles. So I kind of get it. Maybe they wanted to but anyways, highlight other songs. But my, my lyric mm-hmm. from this one is from The Steps is uh, I can't understand why you don't understand me. And that's a great little oh lyric there. God, much more yes. simple than the, the Bright Eyes one, but like sometimes that's all it takes. That's Yeah, that's good. I think we've all felt that way before. Um, all the time. So that being said, uh, here is a little clip from The Steps. All right, what's your number nine? My number nine is Halsey. The album is called Manic. Ooh, nice. Yeah. Okay, um, I would describe this album as catchy, but also raw emotion. You know, I just really feel for her in these songs, and they're relatable, so relatable. Um, okay, favorite tracks from this album would be You Should Be Sad, I Hate Everybody, <laughs> and Forever. Love that song title. <laughs> I, I mean, for a while... <laughs> A variation of that was like my catchphrase, but it isn't anymore. I'm in a happy, happier place. But yeah, so good. Um, yeah, I think that Halsey is very talented, and she's kind of one of those artists that I forget how much I like her. Yeah. Actually, she's never disappointed me, but it's not someone i'm listening to it's not somebody who's like time. top of your mind recommending to somebody like oh you should check out Halsey but, but you do like it when you listen to yes it. yes okay so here is you should be sad all right my number 8 is my other man so the rest from here on out are going to be women <laughs> chris stapleton ooh, 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 ooh. <laughs> starting over as you know from the titular tracks yes so best songs starting over obviously one of them um, Joy of My Life, and then You Should Probably Leave. Interesting. We had diff- uh, some different tracks. I mean, there's a lot of good tracks on this I album. Mean, there's not a bad track on this album. There might be some bad tracks, but most of them are pretty good. What? <laughs> what? Okay. Off air, I'm definitely asking you what your least favorite track from that album is. Uh, again, I'm not big on country, but Chris Stapleton. Mm-hmm. He's something for everyone. Big fan. Uh, Kathy introduced him to me a couple years ago and really liked all his work since album cover wise not blowing me away but <laughs> but i think it's but it, it's, to it means something like fresh yeah starting Start, over yeah and it's the first song so it really makes sense a good yeah. a good choice there for composition wise oh, um my 100%. lyrics are from starting over it's okay. it don't matter to me wherever we are is where i want to be i have that on our chalkboard <laughs> uh so beauty good. And his simplicity, mm-hmm. which country music can do very well. Yes. Um, so that being said, here's starting over. All right. And you're probably going to be like mad at me that this is my number eight, not higher. But you can have it higher. Okay. <laughs> my number eight is Phoebe Bridges. <laughs> <laughs> Punisher. Um, this Glad is... it made the list. I, it made the list. 100%. Just honored to be nominated. <laughs> 
Hey, I mean she... Grammy nominated Punisher by Phoebe Bridges. Is this number eight? It's just your number eight. Okay, I see how it is. <laughs> yeah, she is nominated for a bunch of Grammys this year. I'm very excited for her. She deserves it. So I am. This is an artist that Caleb introduced me to, and I think that her lyrics, while they can be deep or depressing, a lot of the time they're funny. Yeah. Yeah, and I like. Did you listen to that Pete Holmes interview? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They go into that. Uh, yeah, like how funny they are when you yeah. you don't think about it. Mm-hmm. And just well written in general. Like mm-hmm. she's another great lyricist, which makes sense why she and Connor Oberst are friends. But yeah, I think she also did a lot of good promotion of this album and mm-hmm. unique um, visual like music videos and late night performances and stuff she's just very creative and i mean a bright star i think for Mm -hmm. music for for the future yeah especially the alternative genre yeah kind of breaking through into the mainstream which is yeah cool to see but i don't want her to get too big i don't think she will like you know what i mean i still want her to be like ours (laughs) but i want nothing but success for her of course Cool. I wanted to get that car commercial if you, if if she, you catch my inside joke. <laughs> I get it. I get it. That's also from that interview. Okay, <laughs> it's a look, good interview. Yeah. Check it out. On uh, Pete Holmes's uh, podcast. podcast. Yeah, it's good. All right. My top tracks from this album are Kyoto, mm-hmm. I See You, and mm-hmm. I Know the End. Wow, I might have picked the same tracks. Okay, hopefully you don't. I, yeah. I I mean I added some more because it's higher up on my list. Okay, <laughs> I would like to play. I see. Good choice. All right, my number seven is an artist probably on your list. I would guess the Chicks, Gaslighter. Number seven, Caleb. <laughs> now see how offended. You... Are you serious? <laughs> okay, whatever. It's fine. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh. <laughs> I guess I'll leave more time for Kathy to talk about this because this must be her number one album of the year. Um, it's close. No, I know what your number one is. Um, <laughs> so some tracks I liked off this album, uh, a lot of good tracks, but some I picked were uh, Gaslighter, mm-hmm. Texas Man, and Juliana Calm Down. Interesting. Yeah, and I figured that was one you wouldn't pick for yours, so I will yeah. do that as my play now. All right. Okay. I, will... I still need to do the lyrics, though. I was just doing it now because it made sense. Um, my lyrics are from Gaslighter, though. Of course. And it's Kathy's anthem. Yes. You're sorry, but where's my apology? <laughs> yes. A close second was Texas Man with that good kind of keeping me up all night. I thought that was going to be. I, I tried to switch it to make it a little more serious, but yeah. Um, such bops on this album. Thank you, Jack Antonoff. Okay, we're giving whoa, whoa, whoa. we're giving Jack no, full credit. I'm saying thank you to him, but also thank you to all the the all chicks. The chicks. <laughs> Almost said the old name. Yeah, they did have a name change. They had, they had quite the year. <laughs> quite quite the resurgent year. I don't remember how many years it's been since their last album. Yeah, it's been a while. It's been. A long I think time. this is their first one with Jack as a producer, though. So it's cool yeah. to see like a. Bring an even more pop out of it. Jack even produced though a few of these albums. <laughs> even though He's the Chicks have always been a pretty like country pop band, but like bringing even more into like more mainstream pop, pop which yeah. was kind of cool to see. 
last country, which you know. But it's still out of I'll country. I'll get into it later, much later. All right, on. what's your number seven? All right, my number seven is Overcoats, The Fight. Okay, so Overcoats, this is their second album, and I'm sure they were in our top ten albums for, it was either 2008? That, that might have been before we started doing this. Or was their, it 2017? Yeah, their album might have come out before 2008. Okay, yeah, it has been so. a few years, but if I had done a top ten album that, the year that it came out, which I mm-hmm. think was 2017, then... This what their first album would have been on. I'll get on researching that while you continue. Thank you so much. I discovered Overcoats on Tiny Desk NPR, which if you don't know what that I'm is, out. I I think you should take a look. I've discovered and a lot. How of... did you get here? <laughs> I've discovered a lot of. Um... Yeah, their debut album was 2017. Okay, I was right. I don't know why I question myself sometimes. Okay, because I don't want to say the wrong thing. That's why. Anyway. <laughs> They had a tiny desk, blew me away, and I was like, who are these girls? I need to, like, discover them completely. Yeah, I wish I have written down the amount of bands I discovered it's by tiny desk. Like, a lot of my Shout outs to Bob Borland. have been because of a tiny desk concert. Like, isn't that wild? And I guess local boy Rob, Robin Hilton from Kansas. Okay, anyway. <laughs> so, Overcoats, they have a very unique sound. I would say that this album, more so than their first one, has a lot of good anthems on it and timely. Timely. Especially the, the track Fire and Fury. <laughs> if you get the ref. Okay. So. I've listened to the audiobook. No, I haven't. But that would be funny if I was like in the audiobook. But that song. <laughs> There's a fire. Oh, okay. we don't even need to play the track. How no, no, that's not the one I want to listen Obviously, my favorite track from this album is Apathetic Boys. But the other two that I would suggest are I'll I'll Be There and Fire and Fury. Nice. All right. My number six, I know, is not going to be on Kathy's list. (laughs) Let me guess. Fiona Apple. Fetch the bolt cutters. Oh, gosh. All right. Um, (laughs) That's all I'm going to (laughs) say. So, Fiona Apple is not an artist... I had really listened to it all before this album came out. Oh. Um, I knew Criminal, like her big song. It really caught me off guard when this album came out, and mm-hmm. I liked it so much. I mean, a bunch of people I follow on Twitter and stuff like mm-hmm. that were talking about it. This was very early quarantine, mm-hmm. and listened to it, and I really loved like just how cut down it is, and like using unique things as instruments. Um, you can hear dogs barking in the background. One of her dogs, I think, is on the album cover. Um, yeah, just a really different sound that I hadn't heard before and really enjoyed this year. Um, also, the uh, entire story of the song Shamiqua is very good. Uh, some songs uh, I liked off this album were For Her, which is an absolute banger, uh, Relay, and Shamika. Um, and the lyrics I chose for this one were from, for her, uh, maybe she spent her formative years dealing with his contentious fears. Um, and then just one other little note, because this is my last band of this ilk. All these late 90s artists on my list this year in 2020. It's so weird. Fiona Apple, who 
was around in the late Chicks. 90s. The Chicks and Bright Eyes all oh. had albums in like the late 90s. They're making and, some comebacks. Yeah. Cute. And it's nice to see artists staying relevant and making mm-hmm. good music still. It's hard to do. Um, that being said, here is For Her. All right. My number six is Chris Stapleton, Starting Over. Nice. My... I've heard this album. <laughs> my tracks are Starting Over. Obviously, duh. Like, I was going to play that, but don't worry. I have a backup. <laughs> <laughs> when I'm With You and Maggie's Song. So... I, I mean, what hasn't been said about Chris Stapleton? Just a beautiful story, underdog, but not even anymore. Like, now he's just on the top of his game, and, like, everything mm-hmm. he puts out is pure gold. Like, he doesn't have a bad album. Obviously, Travel Traveler will always be, like, my favorite, one of my favorite albums of all time. But I loved this album. It does not have a bad track on it, and I stand by that. One of the... Uh saddest moments of 2020 is when we realized we weren't going to be able to see chris i know and the high woman we were gonna in, at wrigley field and jason isbell it was Man. going to be like the concert of a generation yeah and woodstock at north <laughs> what woodstock north yes i guess woodstock is pretty far north in new york it's like upstate new york yeah anyways so never mind <laughs> woodstock midwest oh, but we did see him last year I think so. And in Wichita. He slaps. He slaps. Okay. What Speaking song do you of slaps, play? the song, before you play it, I have to tell people what it's about. Go for it. Okay. The song is called Maggie's Song, mm. and it's an homage to his late dog, Maggie. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. I mean, doesn't that just hit at the heart? <laughs> Tug at the heartstrings. Mm-hmm. All right. Here's another one that I hope is on Kathy's list, and I'm surprised I haven't heard it yet, because... When we were discussing earlier in the year, uh, mm-hmm. it seemed like this album was slipping down, but surely it's on there. Anyways, Soccer Mommy, Color Theory. Yeah, her her mood is just, like, so cool and chill. I like, love her. This is the album you just want to, like, lay down on the bed and just vibe to. But also you could, like, cry to. You know, there's some sad stuff in there. Um, Very, like, 90s nostalgia. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot of her inspiration is definitely from that era. Um, so some favorite songs from this album are Circle the Drain, of course, mm-hmm. uh, Lucy, and mm-hmm. Yellow is the Color of Her Eyes. And a uh, lyric I have from Circle the Drain is, Things feel that low sometimes, even when everything is fine. Oh my gosh. Preach. Don't even get me started. <laughs> All right, so that being said, I'll save that for Kathy, because I know that's one of her favorite songs of the year. And I will play Yellow is the Color of Her Eyes. Mm. Like, almost going into, like, my NPR voice when I'm introducing these songs. (laughs) It's hard not to. Oh, man. What's your number five? My number five is Beach Bunny. Nice. Honeymoon is the album. Another new discovery. Yes, this is my... For both of us. Oh, no. Have I been doing that? Okay. This one and my next one are both... Like, new discoveries. Yes. Okay. So... I don't think this was discovered by me off of a... No. This is how we discovered Tiny Desk, but I think it was... It was like a random YouTube video of them performing. Yeah, I think that's what I was going to say. Sort of similar to a Tiny Desk. I think it was maybe Paste. I don't remember. Or somebody like that does like a... Did like a similar thing, and that's what I saw them on. I'm like, wow. 
Kathy, you gotta hear this band. This is they're really cool. I I know. Like this is probably the best well, no. My next person. This was also a very early album. Yes. January or February, I wanna say. Yes. But I can remember driving to our Valentine's Day dinner. And listening to Beach Bunny when we could go to restaurants. Oh my gosh, yes. I you do remember, remember that? I do remember that. It was at, at that, that train. That train place right? in Wichita. Oh my gosh. We went to a restaurant this year? I know. It's been <laughs> so long. I miss restaurants. Sorry. Mm-hmm. I, this is like two weeks in a row I've brought this up. <laughs> Continue on Beach Bunny. Okay. <laughs> yes. Okay. Yes, it was an early release. But for some reason, those what? Nine songs? Mm-hmm have stayed with me this entire year whenever i need like a boost Mm -hmm. i'm just gonna bring out honeymoon and like here (laughs) we go it's just a perfect album so the lead singer has like a very fresh voice and it's like this is how i describe angsty in a good way which my, I f- my note for this album was big angst <laughs> <laughs> but i feel that same way about this next least four and five are like sisters um but anyway freaking love beach bunny and i would just recommend them to anyone who likes alternative music but i think that they also have some pop influences in there mm-hmm. and I think it's very of our generation. Their sound and their lyrics. They're so great. I would like to play Cuffing Season. All right. Hold Good on. choice. Hold my on. number wait, four wait, wait, is... Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> I got a little too excited there. I didn't say my other two tracks. Okay. Promises and Cloud Nine. Well, don't worry. There'll be plenty more time to talk about it because my number four is Beach Bunny <laughs> Honeymoon. What? What is that? Uh... <laughs> this fantastic short little album that doesn't overstay its welcome i think it does the opposite of the heim album Mm. there's burn but also like yes you know what i mean like it doesn't it cuts out that filler also Mm -hmm. fantastic transitions and like arrangement of the songs yeah we were just talking about this and that's why i took a note on it Um, (laughs) how one song fades out and the other one fades right back in and it just sounds so smooth um shout out yeah. to the sound engineers big angst a lot of stuff you just talked about obviously favorite discovery of 2020 mm-hmm. um they'll go on my concert bucket list i'm excited to see them once we can yeah, go to concerts probably really fun in concert yeah fun like you just want to like jump around yeah and shout the lyrics yes. type of concert um so some of my favorite songs uh were april mm-hmm. rear view mm-hmm. and dream boy Wow, we picked different songs. That's just a testament to how good this album is, I think. Yeah. Um, and then my lyric was from April. It's, sometimes I just want somebody, someone who reminds me that they'll always love me. And is that not big angst enough? I know. This is like teenage middle school. Yes, I would have loved it. Be- yes. Where was Beach Bunny when I was <laughs> 12? All right. So that being said, here's a little taste of April. All right. It's... Is your number four soccer mom? <laughs> yes. <laughs> so close to having a couple in common this time. I mean, still? No. I no, there's not. I'm looking at my top three. <laughs> okay. Soccer mommy. I'm trying to think, like, what you haven't said. You've said it all. Although nah, I will there's... say Circle the Drain was my favorite song of the year. Yeah. Not one of. 
was. Nice. And not only is it the song of the year, it is also the song of the shower. <laughs> it's just so perfect, you know? The water is circling the drain. Yeah. And you just feel like circling the drain, too. And, like, you can get in your feelings when you're in the shower. It's perfect. I highly recommend listening to Circle the Drain while you're taking a shower. Also, shout out to Newton. He's been pretty good. He's been in here the whole time. Yeah. You don't, don't, don't. Don't jinx it. You just don't acknowledge. Okay. So, Soccer Mommy, Color Theory is the album. I love it so much. Caleb got me a mood ring <laughs> that <laughs> says Color Theory on it. It's really cool. Um, what has not already been said? I guess one song that you didn't mention was Royal Screw Up, which I think is another did mm, I say that, that right? Is, that Royal Screw. Yeah, you're fine. I was just trying to remember the song. That is yeah. a good one. Um, so she's great, and I would love to see her in concert. I've watched quite a few of her, like when she was having Instagram lives. And we we watched my, one of her, like a free concert. It was at uh, like Central Park or something, right? I don't remember Some where Central it was. Central Park Music but... Festival thing they usually do. I just love her so much. And you're right, like, I think she's also good driving music and working music and just living your life music. All her albums are good. It's not someone that's like, or she's not someone that's like only just now found her voice. I think she's always had it. Mm -hmm. While this is my favorite album of hers, but I think it's only because this is the one I discovered, you know, you know how that goes. But yeah, she's amazing. So what album, or what song do you want to play? The best song of the year, Circle the Drain. We're not listening to them now, but I can just hear, you know, it's yeah. getting me in that mood. Um, oh. You'll so, be crying for the rest of So my of number three is Taylor Swift Folklore. Hey, hey, um, Yeah, I never thought I would have a Taylor Swift album in my top three, but here we are. Oh, yeah. This is a really special album um with a different sound than uh most of her previous albums i'll leave a lot of the talking room for kathy i don't want to steal our talking points again because i know this will come up later for her yeah um but some of my favorite songs which on this one is another one of those there there are a lot of tracks yeah it's hard hard to pick but this doesn't i I don't mean to keep harsh on heim but it doesn't have that problem of because this Every song, I'm like, oh, this is good, this is good. Yeah. Sorry again, Heim. You're you're a good album. You good singles. <laughs> All right, I'll stop bringing that up. Anyways, that's but that's not to like bring that up again, but like that's the reason they didn't make the top ten. Like yeah. I loved all the singles they put out, but then that was all I needed. Like it, the album didn't add anything to that. And I might blame myself a little bit because I listened to those singles a lot before the album came out because they delayed the album and there was like a lot of hype around it. It was that foolish early quarantine section where it's like, we can just delay the album a few months, then we'll be able to go to concerts still, right? (laughs) No. Oh, sweet thing. Anyways, Taylor Swift, Folklore. A few of my favorite tracks off of this album were Last Great American Dynasty, which Mm. is a fantastic story. Yes. Um, Taylor does some really good storytelling on this album, as always. Um, And then Mirrorball and Betty. Nice. And uh, my favorite lyric from Mirrorball is, When no one is around, my dear, you'll find me on my tallest tiptoes, spinning in my highest heels, love, shining just for you. Freaking all the feels, all the emotions. 
oh. beautiful uh, She's so good. lyric about how you do anything for the one you love. <laughs> and here is Mirabel. What's your number three? My number three, and I will say that for a long time, because Taylor was a late album, and so was The Chicks. Sorry, I'm just ruining everything. <laughs> <laughs> this was gonna be my number one album. That's how good this album is. Okay. Can you guess it? Is it a country album? Mm-hmm. I forget. Did Kelsey Ballerini come out this yeah, year? Okay, that, then it's that one. <laughs> okay, this album came out like a week into everything shutting down, like in March. Mm-hmm. So I was jamming out to this album when the library was closed. <laughs> <laughs> and I could listen to my music because there was nobody in the library. Anyway, this album by Kelsey Ballerini is called Kelsey. And it is a beautiful country album that I was... I mean, do you remember? I was like obsessed with this album. I do. Yeah. <laughs> Caleb wasn't really feeling it, but that's okay. That's okay. Um, it just has a lot of great tracks. I can it. name one track. Ooh. Love and Hate Relationship with LA. <laughs> I don't know if that's the title of it, but... I think it's just called... Love and Hate. Love and Hate, maybe? Anyways, what were we... Sorry. Or LA. Okay. That's not my title. Uh, that's not one of my tracks. Okay. Anyway. It has some good collaborations on it. There's a collaboration with Halsey. And there's a collaboration with Kenny Chesney. And also, I feel like it's a very personal album for her. And this album, like, had me get really into her. I mean, I was familiar with her beforehand. And she opened for uh, Kelly Clarkson when we saw her. Mm-hmm. And I definitely remember being excited about it. Yeah. But I wasn't, like, But now you'd be, it. like, more excited. Now I feel like a super fan all of a sudden. Like Kelsey Ballerina versus Kelly Clarkson. Yeah. 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 I, I I don't know if I can say I've seen her, you know, because it was just opening. I would rather just see her as, like, the main act. Yeah. It, yeah. it does just to harsh on what everybody's harsh on all year. 2020 feels so long. Like, I couldn't remember if that album came out this year. The Kelsey album? Yeah. Yeah, I was, I mean, like, it was in March. I think that'll be on our top ten, but I can't remember <laughs> if it came out this year. Yeah, this is... It's okay. We're done. We're in 2021 now. Oh, uh, yeah. Guys, it's so... <laughs> I don't know so if you've been here better. yet, but it's so beautiful here. It's snowing. <laughs> so white and cold outside. <laughs> Probably be more of the same. And maybe like late 2021 is when it's all going to go down. I don't know. 2022. That's going to be our year. I don't know about you, but I'm feeling 2022. Oh my gosh. Yeah. If some politician runs on that and plays that song. <laughs> it has to be a very progressive person or Taylor will be like, I'm going to sue you. I'm going to sue you. Okay, anyway. So, back to Kelsey Valerie. Here are the tracks that I think you all have to check out, but I would recommend the entire <laughs> album. It's just so good. Okay. The Way I Used To, Half of My Hometown, that's the one of Kenny Chesney, and Needy. And I would like to play The Way I Used To. Okay. Top two. Mm-hmm. My number two. Waxahachie, St. Cloud. Wow. Okay. That was my number 10. It almost didn't even make my list, but... Now you know I was upset. I think you like this album more than me, and that's part of it. Like, you were that's listening... That's fine. Yeah. Different taste. You no, still don't. put it in your top 10. 
We have very similar taste. Yeah. That's anyway. True. Um. Tell me about it. We'll get match. Um. Okay. I would say some of my favorite. Uh, Wax actually sang Cloud. I can't remember if I didn't say the album title as no, well. You, like you did. Okay. Uh, some of my favorite tracks start there. Uh, can't do much. Lilacs. The Eye and War, as Kathy mentioned. Um. Yeah, you were kind of talking about it. Her earlier stuff was more punk, kind mm-hmm. of, and Edgy. experimental. Mm, that's a good way of um, But I really think she kind of went back to basics on this and, like, kind of Americana folky and yes. just perfected it. Like, it's yes. just so good. Just, like, her guitar and her voice and it's and her lyrics are incredible. As we hear on War, I'm in a war with myself. It's got nothing to do with you. <laughs> Right? <laughs> right? Um, so good. Yeah, so if you haven't checked out Laxahatchee or heard of her, I feel like she's a little more of an unknown artist, but Definitely. after this album, I think, is going to be a big breakout album for her. Yeah. I know a lot of different outlets have been rating this yes. album very highly, yeah. which I think is well-deserved. I don't know if she got any Grammy nods, but no. screw them. Yeah, they suck. Um, until my next one, and then I'll be like, oh, was good. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. I don't even know who your number one is. Are you being serious? Oh, <laughs> okay. I, it's because I haven't talked about, or I talked about her. I just assumed yeah. you had. Okay, sorry. No, you're fine. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyways, yeah, if you haven't heard of Lexachi, check her out. This album's fantastic, but some of her older work is uh, very good as well. And would yeah. recommend uh, Ivory Trip. It was my previous favorite album by her. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyways, here is a little bit of, wait, what did you play earlier? I'm sorry. I played Lilacs. Okay, cool. Here is a little bit of War. Well, what's your number two? I can't, I don't know. (laughs) Obviously we know who's left. I just said it, but anyway. That's funny that both of ours that we were like upset about them not being higher ended up being our number twos. Right? Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So what is it? My number two is the chicks. Where did you have... Number seven. Okay. That's not terrible. I mean, it's wrong. Oh, I, I actually do remember being upset. All right. How long have we been in oh 2020? It's taking a long time. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> the Chicks Gaslighter. Maybe you've heard of it, but like, if you haven't, you seriously live under a rock. I mean, come on. <laughs> this album is angry. It's like redemption. Unapologetic. It's... Yes. And the other one was therapeutic. Obviously, <laughs> Natalie's upset about some things in this <laughs> album. And these probably are talking points in her therapy. And her therapist may have told her, like, write hey, <laughs> I think you should write an album and check out this guy named Jack Antonoff. He can really help you. Um, I've been wanting the chicks to come back for a while. Also, you should change your name to the chicks. It's a little bit more appropriate. Like, you know, I'm just picturing this very woke therapist just <laughs> telling it like it is. Yeah. But anyway, and that's that's exactly what this song or what this album does is that they all tell it like it is. I mean, I feel like the excellent. old band name was always a little tongue in cheek because the chicks have always been very progressive. Yeah. Group. I feel like it wasn't well, meant to be. Well, but no, I mean, I'm fine with them changing it. I'm just saying. No, I, I agree. And I think that they 
part of the reason that they did that is because there was a lot of name changes and kind of re not rewriting history but trying to like apologize for earlier history and Dixie has you know bad connotations to it but they inherited this band with that name I mean they could have changed it back then but it wasn't like it's only a matter of time before Dixie Cup becomes the cup (laughs) what oh my gosh okay I need to think on that one anyway Wow. Okay. <laughs> that was a little mind-blowing. But yes, I think they are progressive. And I mean, honestly, like, remember how, remember their political statement that kind of cost them their career? Remember yeah. that? It was. They're back and they don't like Trump either. Yeah. They don't, they're just pissed off and I am so here for it. That's why this album is my number two. I kind of went back and forth on whether it should be number one or number two. Wow. Really? That surprises me how much you love this number But one, then but... something happened with my number one that kind of like uh, okay. set it in stone. Um, just because I, I just... So did... This album is so good. Did you name some tracks? I'm, a, I'm ready to. I yeah, do let's it. do it. Okay, Gaslighter. I mean, obviously. Mm-hmm. But actually my favorite track from this album is Texas Man. It's a good one as well. And then My Best Friend's Wedding. So here is Texas Man. All right, this is the moment everybody's been waiting for. (laughs) My number one, can you guess it? Uh, Punisher. (laughs) Is Punisher Phoebe Bridgers? Yeah, Uh, I don't don't know. This album is so good on so many levels. Phoebe has become one of my favorite artists. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, like of all time. Yeah. I can't wait to see what the future holds for her. She's so prolific in like all of her different projects. Yeah. Shout him out. Uh, Better Oblivion Community Center, which made the list last year. Boy Genius. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then her solo work with the Phoebe Bridgers mm-hmm. group. Uh, I've like learned like other band members' names. That's how you know it's like Marshall, real. right? Marshall and uh, Harrison is the guitarist. And I'll just like be scrolling through YouTube and like interviews with her pop up and I'm like, oh, I want to watch this because she's really funny and yeah. insightful. Yes. But beyond just that, this is a fantastic album. Mm-hmm. Uh, beautifully haunting, I would say is a good mm-hmm. description. Mm-hmm. Um, it deals a lot with like imposter syndrome. Yeah. Um, Hence the name. Yeah. Uh, and I also learned what a Punisher was. Mm-hmm. Apparently it's somebody who's, like a, uh, who's a super fan. Did she not coin the term? Oh, I don't know. I thought this I, was like her thing. I, I think it might have been like a thing in like internet culture already oh. maybe or something. But yeah, I didn't know what it meant when it came yeah. out. But um, some favorite songs. I See You, Kyoto, I Know the End, Garden <laughs> Song, Savior Complex. Just That's pick it. one. Yeah. Um, Kathy already played I See You, which I was going to play. Oh, I will read a little. That is okay. Now we get to play another track yeah. off my favorite album, so it's great. <laughs> um, some lyrics from ICU, though, in case yeah. they didn't get in that 30-second clip, if you're listening on the free Spotify. Um, and I get this feeling whenever I feel good, it'll be the last time. Mm. God. Um, and then, uh, so since you played that one, I'm going to play I Know the End. Yes. Scream it out, everybody. Scream it out. Yes. Bye, 2020. (laughs) (laughs) All 
right. Scream what is Kathy number one? Albums. Albums. Oh, come on! <laughs> K-Web! <laughs> you just ruined all the surprises. Okay, so I got permission from Caleb um, and myself. I did not sanction this. These are 11 <laughs> albums now. To, to put So the both... episode title, just so you know, would be top 10 slash 11 albums. No! No, I'm just kidding. You, you approved this. This was your idea. I'm just kidding. So I was, I was, okay. Okay, hold on. I'm good again. The floor is yours. All right. My number one album of the year is Folklore by Taylor Swift. And that was going to be, you know, like, enough, right? Like, here, <laughs> let me just talk about Folklore for a moment. What more do you need? All right. This album came out, what, 11 months after Lover? So that was really shocking that that she just released this album out of nowhere. Like, she had a Beyonce moment, you know? And... It's perfect. It's an all-around masterpiece. There's nothing wrong with the album. Um, I love that she's returning to her country roots. I mean, she's doing it in a way that is still, like, alternative slash pop. Yeah, this is a more... Slash folk. Probably most alternative oh, definitely album. Right. And... I mean, we got Bon Iver on here. Exactly, exactly. Probably introducing a lot of people to Bon Iver, which yeah. I'm here for. Yeah. Bunny Bear. Yeah, okay. Anyway. <laughs> um, well, on here he's what? Justin? <laughs> what is his name? I think it says featuring Bunny Bear, but yeah, his real name is Justin. Oh, okay. Whatever. Anyway. Verna. I'm, I have a lot to say. Okay. So the, the, the reason that I say that she's returning to her country roots is because of the lyrics. A lot of these could be country songs. Gotcha. Okay. And especially in what I'm about to talk about. Okay. So, like I said, Folklore was amazing. Here are some tracks that I love from Folklore. Mirrorball, August, Madwoman. I mean, but they're all so good. Mm-hmm. And I was, I was satiated. I was feeling great. <laughs> I mean, listening to this album over and over. You didn't address your uh, then, attire in the podcast. Uh, yeah, I'm wearing the cardigan. Caleb got it for me for Hanukkah, and it's amazing. Highly recommend, but also it's expensive, so have someone else buy it for you. Um... <laughs> But yeah, I mean, I was just like, and she also is a legend when it comes to music videos, so she continues to live up to that. But then, pretty recently, she made another little announcement, and she was like, hey guys, so I just, this is not Taylor, but this is my only voice. (laughs) I have more songs that I wanted to put on Folklore, so I'm just going to release another album. Here you go. This is Evermore. And I'm like, What? And I didn't think it was possible to like an album more than Folklore. And I'm not saying that I do, but I, I mean, this Evermore is everything. Okay. All right. Here are some tracks that I love from Evermore. Cowboy, Cowboy Like Me, Tis the Damn Season, and Long Story Short. So many bops. So much emotion. And I feel like that's the theme of these albums. All of them is that they have that raw emotion. A lot of people are emotional in 2020 for some reason. Everyone has like feelings. It's weird. But yeah. So Evermore is an incredible album. And so I had to include them both. Because I didn't think it would be fair to all the other artists (laughs) to like knock one of them out. (laughs) But I wanted to acknowledge Evermore's existence. There's also rumor that there's going to be a third album in this trilogy. And that'd be cool. I wouldn't be opposed to it, but I'm also like just grateful that 
that uh, Taylor was with us for this weird year. Okay, so I'm actually going to play a track from Evermore because I'm obsessed with it. Here <laughs> is Cowboy Like Me. Oh. We did it, guys. So those were our top ten albums of the year. Let's go back uh, and count how many did we have in common. Yeah, how many did we have in common? I think we had one, two, Chris Stapleton, three, the four, Chicks, okay. five, six. So I won the bet. I took the over. I know, if but you we didn't bet added, on any. Wait, you, it might have even been more than that. If you wouldn't have added Waxahachie late, that's why. I, that's why I was trying to list them. Okay, Taylor, Chicks. Soccer Mommy, Beach Bunny, Chris Stapleton, Phoebe, Waxahachie. Okay, that's seven. Wow. We're too similar. We are the same person. <laughs> you ever seen us at the same place at the same time? <laughs> yeah. I mean, we go a lot of places together. <laughs> yes, all the time. Never see you two apart. I mean, I feel like it's hard not to be inspired by your significant others or spouse. Um is music taste yeah share your music love with your significant other but i also feel like two things we've introduced each other to a lot of our favorite artists Mm -hmm. and that was something we bonded on over early on was that we had a lot of music in common that we both like tiny desk concerts and concerts and all that so it's only grown our love of music our shared love Mm mm-hmm all right, so that was it, guys. That was our best albums. I hope you liked them all, and hopefully maybe we introduced you to some new artists. Yeah, I hope Or some new tracks that you have you all heard. enjoyed that little preview, or if you have Spotify Premium, like, go you. You're living it up to your best life, <laughs> and um, you enjoyed the whole song. Also, yeah, maybe we'll put together a little playlist. Obviously, we will be putting together a playlist, like we always do, but we will also be asking you all to, you can tweet at us, email us, or catch us on the gram, um, <laughs> and tell us what your top 10 albums of the year are. Yeah, were. or somebody, even if it's just one artist. Or you best think new artist, you know. Like, missed out on, yeah, somebody you want to interest introduce us to i'm always looking for new, new music, music to listen to love discovering new artists you want to tell everybody our handles uh yeah it's at caleb kathy pod on twitter is it the same on instagram and then the email is caleb kathy pod at gmail.com hit us up yeah all right so should we move into what we're talking about next week let's do it Actually, have a few minutes. I'm surprised. <laughs> um, so next week, we're going to be watching Disclosure, which is a Netflix documentary. Mm-hmm. And I guess briefly here, while we got a minute or yeah, two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So next year, we're going to be moving to a little bit of a different format. We're going to be doing documentaries. Is what we're going to try out. Mm-hmm. And hopefully that leads to some good discussion and discovering new things well. and learning about things we didn't know about. Mm-hmm. Now we'll just power. Yes. All that good stuff. And then we're also going to try out maybe doing a bi-weekly uh, format. Oh, we're definitely doing that. <laughs> <laughs> so just going to every other week, just so we have 
more time to marinate in our thoughts and come up with more formed opinions maybe once we come to the podcast it's just gonna be a little less stressful yeah yeah doing it every week i know it doesn't seem like a lot but it's a lot to do like Like, there was prep for the top 10 but it was so much easier than like having to watch a whole movie and we've been thinking about this like the entire year and stuff you know right so movies add in a lot more work we love them that's why we do it but that's also why we're switching to bi week. <laughs> so Disclosure is on Netflix. Check it out. Yeah. And so to give us a little more break, but also hopefully that will improve our content. Like Yeah. That way we are more invested in those episodes and not just like dragging through because we have to put out more. And we're not going to rate them be because obviously that would be weird. Um, but we will keep keep our letterbox alive and keep oh, for sure. listening listing them out so we know what we've done so this will be next week on the 10th we will be having our first episode of, of four documentaries all right so that's what's what is to look forward to going yeah. forward you want to take us out uh, yes i think i shall uh call your loved ones did you say call your girlfriend? <laughs> no, I said call your loved ones. <laughs> You're gonna get sued. Wear a mask. <laughs> and see you next week. Bye.